I'm Paul Wiegraf, Director of the Delaware Division of the Arts and your host for today. Today we're going to be chatting with two individuals from the Delaware Contemporary here in Wilmington, artist Lauren E. Peters and the new curator of the Delaware Contemporary, Chase Doherty. Welcome, Lauren. Thanks for having us. And welcome, Chase. Thank you, yeah. So glad to be able to chat with you today. We're going to be taking a look at your exhibition, Lauren, called Appearances. I believe, right, that's the title of the exhibition. Uh, but uh, what I'd love to do is to go back in time a little bit uh, to look at your beginnings as an artist and your evolution and what ultimately brought you to the Delaware Contemporary as one of the resident artists that has a studio there in the facility. Yeah, that's a... Uh... We want to go back, I believe it was 2015 that I started renting a studio here. I had not been painting, but it's something I'd always wanted to return to after getting my um, bachelor's in visual arts. So I had no idea what I was doing and I happened to stumble upon uh, the work of Chantal Joffe, who if you look her up, has very little in common with how I paint, um, but she painted self-portraits. So I latched onto that to have, be able to have my first show here and it stuck. So that is what I've been doing and working toward um, probably since 2016. Now I seem to recall in a little bit of reading I was doing ahead of time that uh, you did some study of uh, the Venus de Milo uh, for a college paper. Talk, talk a little bit about that, I mean, famous, famous piece and uh, what inspiration that provided and what, you, what was revealed to you through that study. That was my, so the, um, my senior thesis in college was an exhibit um, based around the Venus de Milo, which I had a cast of her in my studio at the time. So it, I just used her to explore painting and explore different ideas about um, gender and sexuality and, you know, just threw a bunch of stuff at her. Um, so the continuation now is that, I mean, I didn't paint for a number of years because I, and I spent that time often looking for this symbol or figure or garden statue, spent a lot of time looking at garden statues um, and nothing really clicked for me. Um, and it was, it just happened that I saw a self-portrait and knew that I needed to be, step into that role um, as being able to change myself and um, find different ways to change how I look or change my appearance um, <laughs> to, to work through that. Now, I, I'm curious, does uh, your, your focus on self portraiture. Uh, I mean, many artists choose many different subjects, uh, and some artists that choose many subjects also do self-portraits. What is it about self-portraiture that, that really attracted you? you and, and do you use it more to explore who you are or to exhibit who you could be? I, I mean, not to get too deep into the psychology of it. No, I mean, and it's it's all of those things. And I think that's why it's really stuck. And I've been able to do this for a number of years because I can use it to in ever, whatever way, you know, like I'm letting it go in all of these directions and trying not to limit it because it is such a niche um, 
subject matter. So, and I, it, I really take to it because I have complete control over it. Like I, you know, I control all of the photos that I take and um, all of the costuming and all of that. Um, so I am the most, you know, malleable and um, just a good subject to be able to, to manipulate. What is the medium that you work in and why that choice? Work in oils um, and it's, that's something I always wanted to do. Like that was never a question. Um, the subject matter was always the, the issue. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't paint in oils at all until I got to college. I didn't know really anything about them. And ever since then I've been hooked. Um, and I really like the juxtaposition now of doing like bright colors. Like people ask me a lot if they're acrylics, um, but I like pushing the colors um, in new ways and having a really like modern fresh take on portraiture. I was going to say, cause uh, you did a, have an exhibition uh, in the Division of the Arts Mezzanine Gallery a couple of years ago. And I, I just remember walking through that exhibition and the pieces, just, they, they just pop, they pop right off the wall. Uh, and just a, a really unique array of, of styles and looks. Uh, where, where do you come up with those ideas? Do, are those inspired from something or are they just something you conceive on the spot? Um, both. It's, you know, I, I go into it with a, like I have photo days where I drag um, a lot of my wardrobe down here um, and I go into it with plans and things that I think are going to look good together. And then because there are stages to it, there are some times where I have a photo that I think is going to be the look and doesn't work at all in a photo. And then there's sometimes I take photos that I think are great and those don't translate into the paintings and then I change the color of the painting around. Um, so yeah, it's all, it, the progression is, is sometimes linear and sometimes not. Now, do you take your own photographs with a timer of sorts or do you have someone else do the photographs? I take the photos myself. Um, and at first, when I did those, the first batch, I um, would always, I would hold it and take essentially a selfie. Um, and you can look back at some of the early paintings where you see my arm is still in a lot of the compositions. Mm -hmm. um, but now I started working with a timer. And that was a big change, <laughs> surprisingly enough, um, which doesn't seem that big of a change, but setting it up on a tripod and using a timer like allowed me to move more in space. Right. Uh, Chase, let, let's turn to you for a minute. What brought you to the Delaware Contemporary and what, what's your background? Oh, yeah. I, um, so I am currently completing my MFA in uh, Museum Exhibition Planning and Design at UArts in Philadelphia. And as part of our program, um, we do a summer internship. So I initially um, was just very intrigued by the Delaware Contemporary, um, especially this hybrid model of resident studios and exhibitions. And it just seemed very vibrant to me. Um, and so I was, I reached out about an internship and um, was able to, you know, especially with COVID, um, was able to kind of figure out a schedule with them. So 
I started my internship in August of this past year um, and just completed it. Um, and I was the exhibition curatorial intern. So I had the opportunity to work with the entire staff. Um, and it was, yeah, it's just a great experience. So. So is Lauren's project uh, appearances the first project you started working on at the Delaware Contemporary? Yes, yeah, it was. Um, I, the executive director, really thought that I would have a great time with Lauren and this project. So um, this completes my first project with them. Mm -hmm. Great. Well, Lauren, let, let's, uh, and, and Chase, let's turn to the exhibition. Uh, appearances. This is not just you, it's a collection of artists. Uh, talk a little bit, Lauren, about how you conceived of this exhibition. It's actually something that I have thought about for a number of years, um, and I, I don't know <laughs> what, how it started, but it's also the, my show at the Mezzanine in 2018, is actually the night I received the first piece that is actually, that is in this show. Um, so it's something that I've at least been thinking about since uh, then. And I knew I needed to grow as a painter on my own and kind of establish myself a little bit before really making it work. But I always invite the viewer to, you know, look at my paintings and see the different ways that I see myself and, you know, try to have them internalize it, which is a, a big ask um, when it is just a viewer look, the audience is just looking at just pictures of my face. So it's something that I wanted to ask other artists to look at both the source photo that I use to be able to create my own piece. And then I also gave them the painting that I created back in 2016 to to work from so i knew like some of the more abstract people would probably go off like the colors and go off the painting as opposed to the source photo but it's yeah it's something that i had always thought would be a good way to show how people would interpret a photo differently or how we see each other differently well i want to pursue this a little more but let me first remind our listeners that you are tuned in to Delaware State of the Arts here on News Radio 1450 WILM and 1410 WDOV. We're chatting today with Lauren E. Peters, Delaware artist and resident at the Delaware Contemporary, and I should note a fellowship recipient from the Delaware Division of the Arts in 2018, uh, and the curator at the Delaware Contemporary, Chase Doherty. Lauren, uh, how many artists are included in this exhibition and how did you go about selecting which artists to include? There are 16 artists um, other than myself. Um, I also gave myself the same challenge to do a new painting um, because I've grown a lot as an artist since then. So I also made a new piece that's in this show. So this exhibition was originally supposed to be a much smaller uh, exhibit back in April and it got canceled because of the pandemic. So I had a good number of artists selected for that, um, lost a couple along the way, added some new ones. Um, it's been, you know, something that I just let happen because life these days is challenging. So I did my best to find different, like a diverse group of people as well as a diverse group of styles. I wanted 
to show, you know, different ways that different people use their own um, way of creating to, to interpret a human figure. Now, you mentioned that you work uh, primarily in oils. What is the range of media that the other artists represent? It's, uh, it's, I don't, <laughs> the only thing I thought about doing was having um, somebody write a piece of music interpreting it. Other than that, we've got, we've got a lot. Um, it's completely abstract. Um, we have a performance art piece. There's a TV in there, um, which is wonderful. Um, I mean, we have sculpture. Um, it's, yeah, you'll, it, it's a good, and I've tried to do a good balance of people that I thought would, um, who, are, who are more figurative artists, but even I was surprised by people who I thought would be abstract and ended up going back to, you know, roots of drawing. So it's, it's, a, it's a wide range. Now, curate, curating one artist for an exhibition is uh, uh, a daunting task. Chase, talk about curating an exhibition including 16 artists. What were, the, what were the logistics and you're helping to pull all of this together? Uh, you know, um, it's just really about communication and facilitation. One of my favorite things about curating is communicating with artists and getting to know them. Um, so it is a lot, 16 artists is a lot. Um, Plus but very enthusiastic seventeenth. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, but you know, at the Delaware Contemporary, it's a very, um, it's a big team effort, and everybody was very patient with me coming on and um, taking this on. So it was really just, you know, just a joy communicating with everybody and getting to know everyone. And then, additionally, you know, going back to talking about the materiality of the artists who are in the show, it's always so enjoyable to see the pieces themselves when they come in and just not meeting any of the artists really in person, but then having the opportunity to see the pieces and see just the variety. Um, it was just great. It's a joy. Actually, you just raised a point that I hadn't thought about of I know with our mezzanine gallery, the artist will come in and help install the exhibition. Did you have that luxury with, in this case, to have 17 different artists come in or were you having to install on your own? <laughs> no, uh, we, we uh, tend to install on our own. Um, Lauren was there to help us, which is great. Um, but yeah, we tend to do everything internally. Now, uh, back to the notion of the self-portraits. I'm curious, Lauren, it's often said that the artist is really putting themselves on the canvas. But in the case of self-portraits, that's even more the case. Uh, is, is that more daunting or more, uh, do you feel more vulnerable in, in putting a self-portrait on canvas than you would a, a still life or a landscape? I don't I don't think so. I mean, because by the time it's, it's there and done, you know, like it, to me, it's still just a painting. And I, I'm going to say that that is a very different response that I probably would have given a couple years ago. Um, 
I do still struggle with um, the the vanity side of things um, because I see it as you know that that's my subject matter and kind of remove myself from the situation. Um, but yeah, it's still at the end of the day just a painting that could be good or bad. And for the other 16 artists that have uh, done pieces that are reflections of your piece, are there any that stand out for uh, something they reveal or you know, what they communicate or uh, something you've learned uh, from, from their work? I think that it, you know, that, and that even just builds on my last response and that, you know, I get to see a reflection of each of those people in something, you know, that I set up to be them reflecting on myself. Um, but in each of them, you know, because I, I do know, you know, most of them to some degree, some better than others, but it's really neat to see how, even though it could be an actual painting of me, that it's it's more a, re a reflection of each of them as artists, which is really neat to see. And for you, Chase, with the variety of art forms that are represented in this exhibition, uh, how has it helped you in, in your education as a, as a curator? Hmm. You know, I think um, we, because the majority of the pieces were two-dimensional, um, you know, and there's such a kind of something that Lauren and I really wanted to do was, um, you know, use her self-portrait, the large self-portrait that's in um, the exhibition and kind of create this um, interpretation that radiates around with all of the two-dimensionality two that there is. Um, and I think that we were really successful at that. It wasn't something that I really would have been able to envision until we saw all of the work on the wall. Um, and I just think that it, it was a success, definitely. Good. Well, we've got a couple minutes left, so we probably should take a look at the logistics of the exhibition. Uh, when it's running, uh, ancillary events, where our listeners can find out more information about the exhibition. First of all, when is, when is it running until? Well, April 25th. April 25th at the Delaware Contemporary. And the Delaware Contemporary has hours, I think you said, on weekends. Is that correct? Yeah. We're open uh, Thursday through Sunday from noon until 5. And the website uh, where people can get more information? That is uh, decontemporary.org. And I understand there are a couple ancillary uh, events uh, and activities surrounding the exhibition. Yeah, March 5th um, at 6 p.m. they're going to be running an interview um, that's uh, with myself and four youth productions. So that's something um, that's on, on the schedule. An interview talking about your artwork and yeah, we're gonna we're gonna find out. Um, we haven't recorded that yet. <laughs> haven't seen the question uh, yet. <laughs> yeah, um, that'll be that'll be fun. It's always fun to see what other people, you know, want to talk about. Mm -hmm. And I believe there's an opening event coming up too. 
Yes, on uh, February 5th, um, it's the first Friday Art Loop um, and will be open from five until eight. And Lauren, for your exhibitions, what is it that you uh, hope the visitor gets out of uh, this exhibition? Just hope that, you know, like I'm still, still working towards the same goal of, you know, trying to see yourself differently or, you know, what could change about you and then how you see other people um, and just keeping those things, those open and being able to look with kindness. And, and finally, we've got about a minute and a half left. Uh, and certainly the last 10 months or so have uh, changed our lifestyles and what we're able to do considerably. Uh, coming out the other end, once everybody's vaccinated and COVID's open, or COVID is over, uh, or less of an issue, uh, do you have any plans for the future, any uh, new works you're considering? Uh, Chase, uh, once you get your degree, any thoughts you have? Um, Lauren, any, any work you're working on now? Yeah, I actually have two shows, I think, um, that are going to be, I should have a show in Westchester um, for March, and then one in Kennett Square in May. And yeah, it's been, it'll be interesting to see, you know, coming, feeling like we're on the other side of this, um, how my work has opened up or changed. Great. And Chase, when, when is your uh, degree done, do you think, do you hope? Uh, <laughs> I will be, um, I'll be graduating in May. Um, and then I, um, you know what, I'm looking forward to just experiencing the East Coast a little bit more. I moved here from the West Coast, um, you know, and graduate school is all encompassing. So I'm excited to, you know, have a little bit more free time. Um, and I'm thrilled to be working with Delaware Contemporary. So I'm really looking forward to having this position. Great. Well, Lauren E. Peters and Chase Doherty. Thanks so much for joining me today. It's great to hear from you. I invite our listeners to check out decontemporary.org to find out more about your exhibition appearances.